Blog Talk Radio. This first one right here. The first one, this is um, 
three accused in sex assault of a girl. And this incident happened in Connecticut. Um, it's basically two men and two men in the juvenile face charges in the sexual assault of an eleven year old girl. You wow. hear that? Eleven year old. Come on now. All right. Okay. Police say they found the girl. You know. You know, they found the, the dudes with the girls in the Hartford, in um, in the hotel room in Hartford on Thursday. And I started. They, the police received a call from the Burger King, and the people were the Burger King. Apparently, saw the little girl crying. You know, crying said that she'd been sexually assaulted, and they said she seemed to be intoxicated. I'm like, whoa, eleven year old been intoxicated. Well, um, so she told the police what happened. Said she was sexually assaulted. She was a sexually assaulted victim. And she, um, and the two, she's been assaulted by two individuals. Right here they have one that's seven, a 17-year-old male who faces first-degree sexual assault charges. And they have, they have a, another male who's 19. He's, um, and another, another male who's 18. And all three of them are from Hartford, Connecticut. And police said that this is, And the police, you know, when they were talking, they were talking to the individual, three young men, they claimed that the, the young girl, which is 11 year old, went with them willingly to have sex. She wanted to do it. But the police said, you know, the girl's on 11 years old. They don't think she was willing to go with them to have sex. They believe that she was forced because she was intoxicated. So they believe she was forced, you know, to do these things. But who knows? And they said they were treating it as an isolated incident. And, you know, this report is not too long, but the men that have been custody on a 500,000 500, bond and another individual, which is 17, who's made in custody on a 250,000 bond. Damn, man, that's just crazy right there, man. And all that has uh, I mean, listen, I want to do that. That's crazy. Basically, just for the story, you're saying, basically, they got these little girl and convinced her, look, why don't you hang out with us? We can have some good fun. And next thing you know, she end up getting getting raped, or I guess you want to call it rape, from these dudes, right? I don't understand, man. Where's the where's the parents at? Where's the girl doing herself for something? Huh? That's that's a good question, right there. Where were the parents? I mean, that that's kind of fishy, right there. I mean. First of all, guys, I don't know what y'all problems out here sticking y'all dick up in little girls, man. I know, I know it's hard to to tell who's eighteen and fourteen and stuff, but that's why I say, man, you can never be too cautious as finding out who these people hang out with. You know, if it's an eighteen-year-old, they're gonna hang around people around that age or older. Now, you seeing a little fourteen-year-old hang around other fourteen-year-olds coming out of the the middle school. <laughs> You should have that as a hit and a half for your ass, but, I mean, that that sounds bad. What do you think about that, Mr. LeVon? Well, everybody's future, man. You can't sit there and claim that a 11-year-old girl is going to sit there and say, oh, yes, this is consensual. We all know the game where you get somebody and then you have sex with them. Who knows what the hell the girl won? Either way, three guys, the motherfuckers knew better. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Let's go on to another news article. I know you got, uh, let's just do one more for today. You can pick any one you want to do, Mr. 910, because I know people want to get to the show. We're going to crank it right up in there. 
Well, I'm gonna talk about this next one because it's sort of dealing with you know what we talk about on our show, Mr. You know, Mr. Vern. You know, things we talk about on our show. I say it ties in with stuff like that. But I want you know the women to listen to this one especially. This one title. This is jury convicts man of killing ex girlfriend at CNN headquarters. Basically, man. I want y'all women to listen to this now, who we dating these crazy men out there. You know, I want to call them losers or nothing, but crazy, you know, dating crazy people out there, man. All right? And this one basically talking, this one, this is this, this is a 22-year-old woman dating a 40-year-old man who is an ex-convict, and, you know, he already spent four years in prison for a fatal robbery, robbery in Florida, as well, car theft and yeah, sex with the minor. And they're also saying that, um, he has a murder conviction in Florida for killing someone while committing a robbery, which, you know, that the record shows. He was sentenced to 10 years for the murder, but he only served four years. But um, the 40-year-old, he was convicted of by a jury of murder, kidnapping, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and several fire, firearms possession, charging the slaying of his 22-year-old girlfriend. Damn. Damn. That's kind of crazy, man. I remember that. I remember bringing that up in April. I was I was telling some guys at work about that, and I know, like you said, this dude had prior records. You said, okay, yeah, yeah, prior records of killing, murder. I, I mean, I'm just wondering, did did did, did the girl dating him? Did she know about this stuff? That's what I want to know. Yeah, that she was dating a lunatic. You know what I'm saying? How do how do y'all know that stuff? This dude got records, but I mean, yes, yeah, if that turns you on, I guess go ahead for it, ladies. But if you dead, you can't complain, can you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all got to start making better choices. Y'all, I play that song, I Choose You, because it, it's right. A woman has to choose a man. Y'all going to have to choose correctly. Stop choosing these losers. I call do losers, man, because I, I always come out the mouth before I come off with the boot. I mean, you have to do that because if you're coming off hitting off, I mean, you don't know how to express yourself other than physical violence. I mean, it's not even worth it. And if you are going through that, even if it's a guy or a woman, it's not worth it, man. And that's just too much energy into something that you're not going to get thing in return. I mean, come on, man. This is the 21st century. And, again, like I said, I don't know what the hell's going on with, like, young girl syndrome. I don't know what, what y'all guys are doing. I mean, mess with little girls. Come on, man. Set y'all shit up. Mr. LeBron, what you got to say? Um, so to speechless right now. This is just one of those incidences that happens all the time, over and over and over again. Girl ends up with a guy that possibly is very dangerous, ends up killing her. That's just what's happening here. Nothing really to speak. I mean, actions speak for itself, so no use to try to analyze the situation. It's just like a murder that's happened in a hood or a very dangerous area. It happens all the time. People get used to it, unfortunately. And this is just one of those cases, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true right there. That's very true. Well, what was you saying? Yeah, I was going to finish, you know, the rest of what happened, you know. Oh, it's more? Yeah, I was telling you what he done, what actually happened, you know. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. Okay. Well, they don't know what, I guess they don't, they don't say why he killed, you know, he went after, who knows, you know, it could be any crazy thing, but they said he, um, the prosecutor said that, you know, he confronted his girlfriend at her job at a motel attached to the CNN center. He said they jabbed her by the hair to an, to an escalator. 
And when she tried to resist to get away from him, he shot her twice. Damn. He shot her twice, killed her right there on the spot. And she died at the hospital, but security guard, security guard saw what happened. You know, he shot he shot the man, you know, he shot the man, but he was just wounded. And instead of lunchtime shooting, I mean, the shooting, instead of shooting happened around lunchtime on April 3rd, which was last year of 2007, you know, and it created chaos at one of the city's most popular landmarks about 14 hours after the, you know, at the Georgia, it was near the Georgia Dome, you know, hosted on the NCAA basketball game. And, you know, that's basically just all it says, but I said, ladies, man, be careful who you choose. Come here, you can date somebody like this. I know we all make mistakes in life. You know, we learn from mistakes, but sometimes, you know, you might not get a second chance. But if it happens to her, you know. Yeah, that's true right there. That's true. So y'all better get y'all act together for real and stop choosing these guys. And we're going to do a show about reasons why women pick uh, the bad guy like that. I'm going to do a show about that, especially for y'all. Because y'all got to realize what y'all putting yourself through. Because, you building all that up, and then you finally want to get the right man. More like either he don't want you, or you ain't gonna know how to act once you get him. We're gonna go ahead and uh, end the news right there, go on to the topic. Thank you, Mister Nine Let me finish off with NBC. Again, folks, you can call in or you can voice your comments in a chat line. We're both there, me and Mr. LeVon and 910 are right there doing the show from each location that we are at. The number to call in is 646-716-7911. Again, 646-716-7911. Let's go ahead and start the topic. The topic today is rejection and why people are afraid of it. That's right. A lot of folks are afraid of rejection. Sit in with us as we talk today about the origins of rejection and how it plays a heavy role in the dating scene and how to overcome it because you got to know how to overcome rejection. You're going to have rejection one way or another. The thing is you can't put your heart on your sleeve every time you go after. You really shouldn't do that until you really get to know the person and y'all got the mutual feelings. Uh, I'm gonna let Mr. LeBron take a crack at what do you think the origins of rejection in the dating scene. In origins the, of rejection. Yeah, like <laughs> rejection being a major part. How how is bad people are afraid of it? Like, what do you think about rejection? You think this all came from? Because back in the day, you didn't have so many. I ain't gonna say you didn't have uh, anyone, but you didn't have as much. As we do now, as people are being afraid of even walking up, talking to a, a person, greeting them. Honestly, I mean, rejection has always existed. There's no used to try to postulate some grand theory, in my opinion, about the origin of rejection. I mean, there's always acceptance. It's always rejection. That's as old as civilization is, in my opinion. Either you're going to get the girl or you're going to get the man that you want or you're not. And that's just how it goes. It's just evolved as civilization has evolved. Yeah, that's true. That's true right there. What about you, Mr. 910? What do you think about rejection? Um, yes, I said it's part of life, man. You know, you're with it or you're not. You can't just be afraid, you know, because not everybody's going to like you. You know what I'm saying? Some people have some, you know, some people gonna like you, some people not. You can't be afraid, you know, they answer no. 
And rejection, man, I learned it can make you miss out on a lot of things, too, by being afraid about what this person going to say, what this person going to say, you know, miss out on a lot. Well, I'm going to postulate how rejection has been going. I ain't going to say where it came from because, like you say, beginning, I mean, rejection is part of human life. But the the growth of it, how it's gone so crazy, it's because of what we see on media and what is on uh Newspaper stands, all types of stuff in media. Saying mm-hmm. this is how it's supposed to be. Have this and you're a loser. Stuff like that. And they might not come out like that and say, I was looking at what George Carlin was doing. And a comedian, he was on HBO, good guy. I mean, he's a good comedian. He basically brings stuff into the light, which you should see. You know, he questions religion, he questions relationships, all everyday stuff, but, you know, he put it in a humorous way, but it makes you think. And the thing is about rejection, I think from what he was pointing out, is that people look at what the newspaper people tell them. Even though, you know, he's going to listen to a stranger. He don't know what the hell he's talking about. But they basically do because they, they say because they got a Ph.D. behind their name or they're expert at something. You listen to what they say, even though you don't ever question it. You know, Mr. LeBron, you pointed out some stuff about people are now used to being spoon-fed information. I think we should do a show about that for falling in. So it had my mind thinking. I always be thinking, that's why I can't sleep. They call me the man that never sleeps. But with rejection, I think in my clear mind, in my clear understanding of what rejection is, a lot of people are getting from TV because they, they see this guy supposed to have this. It, it, it might not even deal with dating. It might deal with your image. Yeah. You notice that in most of these magazines, they don't really show a, a, a plus-size person. I'm not going to call them fat. I'm going to say plus. They always show someone small, athletic-looking. And for the guys, this dude's got like a six-pack, eight-pack. And the thing, they're saying, you're supposed to look like that. If you don't look like that, or you're not talking to someone who look like that, you are a damn loser. <laughs> your thoughts about it? Uh, my thoughts? Yeah. Okay, um, I definitely agree. It goes back to what we were talking about earlier, how people are so used to just accepting things, going with the mainstream and this issue. We're often so complacent and so used to just going with the flow that we never really how could you say, asserts our own identity and our own mark in society, and it especially um, goes for here, too, when we deal with issues like rejection because nobody wants to be hurt in their lives. Nobody wants to have to go through a bad relationship. Nobody wants to have to worry about being held up to the standards of somebody else, even though we all inevitably will. I mean, hey, if you're looking for a mate, a lot of what they think about you is going to affect, you know, your relationship with them in the end. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happens here, too. So it's it's very difficult for people just to deal with that issue because they never want to see themselves be the man on the movies who's always being picked on, always getting his um, um underwear jacked up and everything, always getting the damn swirlies in the toilet. They don't want to see that or the lady doesn't want to be the girl who always looks unfit or who's always being picked on, who's always being called, you know, trailer trash or whatever you want to call them. 
They don't want to be, be that, so they have that tendency to go with these things that our, our media, like you said, shows us. They're like, hey, when you see the people smoking a cigarette and they look all glamorous, have all that damn makeup on, or if they're watching, what is it, um, America's Top Model, or if they're just watching music videos and these are the video vixens who are supposed to define sexy for hip-hop or country or whatever form of music, they're like, I want to be them. I don't want to be me because I'm not what's going to be accepted here. And I well, guess we have that big balancing act there of trying to make sure we have our own identity, but at the same time we're also trying to take a little bit from culture around us. Yeah, that's true right there. I, I point that out elsewhere because re- rejection, we all mainly get rejection, but the thing is rejection is every day. Like you mm-hmm. said, you know, it's every day, and people don't realize it. As this pointed out like this, because I talk to a lot of dudes, and it, it's getting ridiculous because it's paranoid. It's like people just don't want to step in it. They want it, but they don't want to take the risk. And as an entrepreneur, you have to take risks. I mean, look, I'm doing this show. You, anything can pay off right here. It might not go through, but you don't want to have that attitude. But you got to take that risk. And a lot of people are like, well, I want to talk to the girl. I want, I want to talk to her, but... I'm going to walk by and see what she said. Uh, did you talk to her? No, I just walked by. Why? Because she might have a man. You you can't have that in your mind. Yeah, it's a possibility, but until she say it, right now she don't got a man. And a lot of ladies, uh, they, they know who they want to see. Ladies would choose who they want to see, you know. They would choose who they want to see. They might annoy you now. Some guys, you got types of guys, that go all out. I call those the scavengers. And uh, these guys right here, they don't give a damn. And they, they don't got much to bring to the table. I mean, I, I got this from Tariq Nasheed's uh, The Art of Mackin' and uh, what's it called? The Mac Within, where it points that out. You got a lot of dudes like that. Some guys need to have a mentality where, you know, you got your stuff together. Don't be afraid to talk to the woman. Now, mm-hmm. I'll give people steps today on how you may proceed with a, a woman that may be interested in you. And for the ladies, I'm a, you know, of course you know what God's interested in you most of the time. Okay, uh, I, I want to go into this right here. I want to point this out. Now, in the state of North Carolina where I'm at right now, a lot of people want to know where we're coming from. And, you know, again, you can call in if you want to give us any thoughts about this before I step into this. The number is 646-716-7911. Again, 646-716-7911. Call down. A woman, if she gives you no eye contact or any acknowledgement that you're there, maybe she's occupied with something in her life, a man, a past, money, things like that. A lot of people are like me and whatever. It's crazy. It's really, really crazy. I mean, Mr. LeBron, what do you think about that? I mean, you on a college campus and you see things just like I see things. What do you uh, see as far as people observing them, as far as being making contact with opposite sex? Making contact with opposite sex specifically? Like if, you know, it's a guy looking at a woman or a woman looking at a guy. Does it usually do? Do you see the usually forms of contact as far as nonverbal contact of nonverbal communication? Excuse me, nonverbal communication going on. 
Um, well, in that aspect, of most of the ones that I observe on occasion, there is a lot of nonverbal contact. But the really, but the really skilled ones, they definitely know how to um, speak to a woman or speak to a guy without really speaking at all with their body language. They use that. Um, and most of the time when women are definitely looking for men nowadays because they're just in that mentality, they're automatically, like we said before, they're automatically looking for a guy who looks like he can hold himself. That's definitely a big issue. Like he can work the bedroom, if you know what it's the truth. But I, I did a nice little survey I, I told you about, and it goes on. That's still one of the most important things. Right when they see a guy, he can be handsome as hell. He can look just like some famous rapper or artist. <laughs> but um, if he doesn't seem like he can hold himself in the bedroom, if he doesn't seem like he can actually give that woman those physical needs, they probably won't pay him much attention. Um, if he doesn't look like he has that money going, and then at the same time, there's some fellas, they can look, ugly as hell. I mean, as black as the pavement you see outside, man. Look like they'll disappear if you turn the lights off at night. But if they got that game, that's a, that's a different story. So it's definitely like that, especially with ladies. A lot of fellas, when they look at them, they're, they're constantly looking at the way the ladies walk, too, trying to see if, for some strange reason, because some of them say they can tell, you know, if a lady can actually ride it well or not. Just by the way she throws her hips and all this other nonsense. It's just yeah, yeah. That's so that's what they're that's what they're looking for when they're trying to find a girl to talk to. Um, a lot of times they're just sitting there waiting, posted up from somewhere, most likely where the girl can't see them, just trying to think about how they want to go about their approach. Same thing with some ladies that are um, sometimes they're watching guys too. This one chick. Um, I spoke to recently, I met her, she was talking about how she was always watching me and everything and just, like, just noticed how I looked different and stood out from everybody. I'm like, okay, don't tell how many times you had to stop my ass to figure that out. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, I want to point out some things right there as well, too, because, you know, if they don't have that look, that, that's the thing right there. A lot of people are changing, because I was listening to what you were saying, a lot of people are changing how they are looking just to get in that person. And I look at it like this, change for you. Some people go to the gym, I want to get this woman. Because one dude was telling me, like, if you get some ass, you can get all the sex she wants. And I was saying, I'm not doing this for no woman. I'm doing this for me, my benefit, not theirs. And the thing is about that, I point out that if you get the money, you get the clothes, it don't mean nothing, man, if you don't get no good conversation. Because if you got her based off those things, she will leave based off those things. And a lot of dudes do not realize it. And a lot of guys don't want to tell me. You know, they don't want to be like, well, whatever. You don't tell me. Just tell them whatever she want to hear. That's where you screw up at, guys. Guys, listen to me. If you're trying to get her, you're trying to win her, be yourself. If she's not down with that, then uh, you need to just go Because I, I made one of my footnotes here. If you are turned down for being you, do not fake it or play different. She will find out, you know what I'm saying? Because if you do get her being something that you really not, how long do you think you can keep that up, fellas? How long do you think you can really keep up this massage that you have, which ain't really you? I know it's going to 
come right at that moment, just like in those damn movies that you see on TV all the time. There's going to be that moment right when the girl sees who you really are, sees that you're not that wannabe 50-cent nigga that's got all the thugging going on. No, right. you're going to be one of those players that's just wank. I mean, just straight-up wanks up. Really, your mom's going to be damn calling you, uh, telling you that you need to get home and take out the trash and all this other nonsense. And then you're going to have your older brother or your older sister, and then they're going to get on you. It's just going to be funny as hell. It's going to fall apart eventually. Yeah, I, I think it's crazy. Uh, well, with that in mind, with, with all that in mind, you got a lot of people that lack the confidence. I'm talking to a, a former Marine here, online here, and a Marine, they got confidence. I mean, the ones I spoke to, they still spoke to the plate. Anything you go have to go to military build up confidence, but you gotta have confidence when you talk to a person. Yeah, rejection can happen, but you can't take that on a personal note because, again, I pointed out to a lot of people. Yeah, you don't know what this woman been through. She might be crazy than cat shit. You don't know. <laughs> she she might have some problems as far as uh being able to talk to people, get to know people. She. She might just have issues. So I dealt with women like that. One girl at one time told me that she hate men, and she chased the dude off from the cafeteria. She started barking like a dog. Now, <laughs> I want to get up with someone like that? Hell no. So, God, why would you put yourself in there? You know, like I said, you're talking in circles. I'm talking about rejection. The woman yeah. rejects you, she rejects you. You got to take it like this. Your attitude needs to be like this. Look. She reject me, that's her loss, you know what I'm saying? Because I know I'm the bum. You need to have that confidence and have that type of ego. Now, don't keep going over there begging and begging and begging, like, just go out, let's do this, let's do that. Don't do that. So let's do not do that because it's not cool. You know, I know, again, you know, it's a lot of games being played in North Carolina where you give a woman's number and... You give her your number, she like she can't call you. No, don't really even invest in that. If you're just trying to get some ass, you go in and get that ass. But don't really even look at that. Because be old-fashioned, and you're not with that program old-fashioned, don't even try to play it. But if if you are, you point that out, you let them know, look, if, uh, if I am getting accepted, you know, with you, we're going to go old-fashioned all the way. If, I cook and, if you cook and clean and stuff, that's what I expect. You know, you're saying you're old-fashioned, and that's it. I know that sounds sexist, but, ladies, we're going to do a show about that, too. Don't be trying to have a double standard here as far as you want to have this, this, and that, but you want to be old-fashioned. You can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it, too, ladies. Now, for the ladies, I want to talk about that. Ladies, are, I think, are more afraid to approach a man than a man is to approach a woman. Now, that shit, to me, is backwards because... You know most dudes, LeVon, and Mr. 910 knows most dudes out here. Most of these dudes will stick their dick in anything. I'm, I ain't going to lie. You got some dudes out here don't give a damn. They think pussy's pussy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to bull with you, okay? People won't tell you that, you know? Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, a woman approaching a man... That's going to make him feel a little bit better. I don't think he's going to turn you down unless you're just hideous or you got something or whatever. 
or if he's got a, a girlfriend. That's all I'm saying. But it's it's not that hard, lady. So I talked to one of my friends to tell her to go talk to dude. She it took her an hour before she made a five. I said, just give him your number and uh, tell him to call. And the dude didn't call, but she got all pissed off, whatever. I said, it's lost. I said, that's good. You said it's his lost. But she said, that's why I don't talk to dudes. I have him come talk to me because I don't feel, I don't like to be rejected. And I always bring this up to people. Have you ever applied for a credit card before in your life? And people say, yeah, why? Have you ever got a rejection note saying they won't give you the credit card? Yeah. Okay, that was a rejection. How did you feel? Did you go cry? Did you want to kill yourself because they didn't give you the uh, the card? No, I don't know. I'm like that. Okay, then you don't know this person like that. I mean, they reject you. You don't know. I mean, it's whatever. But that, I mean, you stop and live in fear and shame and stuff like that. It tells you that you know you're going to have that. For each no you get, the closer you will get to a yes. I learned that in my insurance class that I took. I mean, let's ask Mr. Nolan here. What do you think about that philosophy there? Can you hear that philosophy again? I trouble my phone out here, too. About basically dealing with someone that is afraid of rejection and you break it down to them as far as rejection, like I told you earlier, every day you're going to have some type of rejection, okay? You're going to have something. That might be basketball or whatever. But with rejection for a lady, don't you don't it seem a little bit more easier for a lady to approach a man than it is for a man to approach a woman? Because a woman probably ain't going to get turned down as quick as a dude. That don't happen every day like that. What do you think? So you, think you think it's easier for a woman to approach a man? Yeah, because they ain't going to get rejected so quickly because... We we got as a man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, ladies out there listening. I yeah. know y'all out there listening. Dudes will stick that dick in most of anything. The ones and it's most of. I ain't saying all of us. Now all of us do. I'm not all of us. Excuse me. A few of us do have standards these days. But most of these guys I spoke with and rode around with, they say they stick that dick in anything that's available. Mm-hmm. Now with that, with that as your eyes, ladies. Approaching dude shouldn't be that hard. And there's ways to do it. I mean, I was asking you, Mr. 910, what do you think about it? Does that, does that not apply in the philosophy of this whole topic? I mean, with women being rejected, it's it's going to be lower than a man. I don't care. I don't care what you say. It's going to be lower. Yeah, I think I, 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 agree on you with I agree with you on that, too. Cause um, women, I think they can take more stuff than the men. The men can, cause I don't think too many men go. You know, I ain't say the half will turn some women down. Cause you know what some men after. You know, if a girl come up to him, you know, if a woman come up to him, she know what she got to, to persuade that dude. You know, probably do whatever. You know, they got that between their legs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, ladies. I don't know what y'all problem is, but y'all like that dude go Cause I heard ladies. Time and time again, go out and say, "Well, I wanna, uh, I want him to come to me." Do you like this dude? Yeah, but he got to come to me first. Kind of childish shit, ladies. I mean, that's why most of these dudes right now get women from overseas. I'm, I don't know if y'all know about that shit, but if you look at the U.S. Census Bureau on how many people are coming in here and they marry people from another country, you're gonna be startled. 
So y'all better change our shit up. (laughs) Mr. LeVon, what do you think about this? I definitely agree with the whole issue of approaching a person. It all depends on the temperament because there's a lot of girls out there that do like guys that come to them because because it's always trying to act like they've got that ego. You know what I'm saying? That they're the Superman, that they can handle stuff. And when ladies look for these kind of niggas, they don't expect them to come to them, not sit there and wait for some nigga to all of a sudden bump up into them by random, you know? Yeah. They're looking for that destined moment. I mean, it never really happens, but we always like living into the illusion. And in this case, especially when it comes to rejection, there's always the fellas out there that seem like they just know that they have the game together and then when they actually try to apply it, it doesn't work, so they're starting to look confused for a second. And the same thing with the ladies, too. But sometimes when they actually do take the um, initiative, I mean, it just turns out real bad, and the nigga treats, treats them like they're hoes or something. I mean, this one girl, she approached me recently, and she's pretty nice. Uh, I told her I wasn't interested in any relationships or nothing like that. But the whole time the girl was talking, she was looking at me like she was about to have a nervous breakdown. I'm like, honey, don't sit here and get all upset. We're just talking. It's not like we've got a a life on the line. It's not a million-dollar prize at the end of this conversation. It's just a conversation. And that's the problem when we look at relationships, especially rejection. We go into the moment expecting this do-or-die reaction where if we don't get the person's number or if we don't really get their attention, then it's going to end up making us look like fools. We're going to be gone for the rest of our lives. It's going to it, we we really emphasis you. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. I tell people don't like again. Don't go in there with your heart on your sleeve because that's crazy as hell. Just go in there and be like, okay, whatever. It's just like insurance. I'm going to give you the equivalent of what insurance is. What they taught us when I was an athlete. I work a little bit of here and there jobs or whatever. What you do for guys and ladies out there, you get you a bunch of prospects that look like they potential clients or, in your case, a potential person to be with. Okay. You talk to many of them because the odds of them, all of them to see it's not going to be that high. It's going to be very low. Once you get with the prospects, then you uh, qualify them, basically. You try to figure out, okay, this is what you want. Be realistic, ladies. Y'all better be damn realistic. Don't come tell me that you was one of the top two guys. was 28 years old, made a six-figure salary, was six foot seven, had an NBA degree. Because the chances are very low. You need to be fucking realistic here. Now, guys, I don't think they're going to come out too hard like that. You know, that one a beautiful woman, you know. Now, I hear got some, I don't want to be a woman, and he's smoking cat shit, okay? <laughs> I ain't saying it's the emphasis to get the big-breasted, big-ass woman, but, I mean, they tend to gear towards a beautiful woman, wherever the preference is. But, you know, I don't want to hear it. Don't want to talk about, I, I like ugly women. They they better in the bed. I don't want to know that. Yeah, thank you, Lion. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you want to qualify them as far as, Talk to them, figure out what they want in life. Don't think, when I be qualifying, I ain't talking about qualifying, it's what they can do for you. 
Because that, that's the problem with America, too. We, we always talk about us, 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 do me, do me. Sometimes it's about working together to make things happen, unite, be one. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure out if this person going to fit your block, okay, he or she. Once you can do that, you're going to eliminate some more people off the list. Once you can eliminate more people off the list, it's going to dwindle down until you get down to the real potential or boyfriend and girlfriend, okay? That's just common sense right there. I mean, I broke it down to you. I translated it from insurance to relationship. You can't get no better than that. Now, let's go to uh, about how to step to a woman or how to step to a man. Miss Nonwinder, are, are you having difficulties or can you hear us? I think his signal keep breaking up. Uh, let's call back in. You're probably going to have to go to a corner of a window at your place because he's at an apartment complex that's got bad reception. I think that's him calling it. It hung up again. Anyway, uh, let, let's go ahead and go into what I say step to her. To me, you got to step to her as a future. If she, uh, what, what did I write? If she do not see it. Brush it off, okay? Guys, step to her as if you are the future. Okay? Don't go in there after the baggage of the past or some crazy stuff. You know, in my, my eyes, that's how I see it. I don't know about y'all, but that's what I see. Again, if you want to call in the number 646-716-7911. 646-716-7911. Seven nine one one. Call in. Give us your thoughts, Mister Levon. What do you think about that? About stepping to her as if you are the future, because you're trying to build stuff. You're not trying to be complacent. That's what I mean. I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hold on, man. Oh, I got a. I was talking to somebody. Hold on. Okay. Like I was saying, uh, well, with that in mind, if you got things going on like that, you want to step to the woman as if you are the future. You want to be the future. You don't want to be nothing else, but you want to have a future, a possible future with her if she qualifies. And, ladies, you need to step to your man like that as well. They ain't going to say all hard and stuff. But show that you can be a potential wife instead of being a bride. Because a lot of girls out here, they the thing about being a bride and not worry about being a wife. A wife is a lot harder. You can ask my mom. I can give you the number to call in or whatever and talk to her. But, yeah, that's true. It's very true. But uh, I think with a lot of people in mind, I think they are. Uh, they just want to go about and just change their minds. They don't want to go in there and, uh, and uh, get things that they want to get for, to build a relationship. And that, that's part of rejection, too, because they like, man, I can't go through this again. I'm just going to tell this person no from now on. And a lot of people thinking, you know, it's crazy or whatever. Uh, Mr. 910, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, what what do you think about that? 
I mean, what do you think about the whole thing of stepping to it as if you are the future? Well, I think together, another one, another one. Know you, you know, you serious that you, you know, you about playing games. Cause you know, the future wise, and me, future wise, you know, you may be looking for a woman that got the same ideas as you do for the future. Maybe get married, you know, married someday, having a, both having a career in mind, kids someday. You know, you're not playing games no more. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true, right there. What about you, Mister Levon? I sort of feel the same way when it comes to the issue. You just really have to go out there. You don't have to bear your, um, like you said, weight hard on your chest like most people do. Don't make this, like we said, one of those Geronimo occasions. Just be honest about it. Be positive. That's one of the most important things about um, dealing with relationships or dealing with the chance that you might be rejected, too. Be positive about the outlook. Of like, sure, I'm not telling you sit there and smile and start Singing like you in a musical or nothing If some girl or some guy tells you That they're not interested in you Hell no What I am telling you though is I always say that Well hell, hell That just means that That's one less person I have to worry about Dealing with you know that's true, I can right? move on That's true You know well, The guy I was talking to The uh, ex-marine He's saying rejection of any level Is part of the character building and that's true right there, too, because you got to deal with character. I mean, they told me that when I was doing car dealership. That was like, uh, that was like, well, do you have tough skin? Are you afraid to have rejection? I'm like, no, I mean, that's a car. And, you know, you ain't put much into it. And that's the thing, guys. You don't put much into it. You just touch and go with it. You know, touch and go. If they bite, then you can invest a little bit more. Not all the way, a little bit more, a little bit more. And once you know you see something going on, you can, you know, fully invest. But don't put your heart all the way out there. And uh, in mind, you know, ladies, if you're approaching a man, compliment the man. That's one good way to let a man know that you're interested. Compliment him, because you know you don't hear a lot of ladies out there really complimenting a dude when they first see him. You know, it's rarely. I see some stuff online, but you know, the shooting out compliments, not too often like that, you know. And some ladies are aggressive with their compliments. They say, I think you look sexy in such and such. Okay, she put sexy in. You need to put that together. She might be trying to throw a hint and a half for your ass. Now, you can do that, ladies. You can say that's a sexy outfit or, you know, know some, um, you, you got a nice abs, stuff like that. But some ladies, Please don't go around and say, I want to hit that. Please don't. So <laughs> if, if you do that, he's going to have something cross in his mind. Like, oh, God, this is a whole... How you going to hit something? The man got a dick, and you got a, you know, a puss, you know? How it's going to work, you know? <laughs> he's supposed to be doing the hitting, but... Anyway, don't come off too strong like that. Be respectful, because the man might be looking for a life time partner, you know, if he's in that age. I ain't saying now he's 19 or 20 or something. Tell me he's in that age or whatever, because this goes for all people, old and young, you know, because uh, if you do that and he's looking for something, you're going to cross him the wrong way. You're going to rub him the wrong way. He might just see you as an opportunity. He might not see you as a potential access to the future that he's trying to develop, you know. Now, with that in mind, I say a winner 
you're a winner regardless win, lose, or draw. You have to be. Now, for what I have to ask Mr. LeVon, I got this statement from one guy that was looking on YouTube named Temple Christian. I mean, he's really deep dude. I don't know if you checked him out or not, but he made one statement like this. Not every woman is meant to see the truth as to as to for you know, as far as a, looking at a man. They're not meant to see the real truth for every man. It's meant for a certain person, you know what I'm saying, or certain people. What do you think about that? That's interesting. Can you repeat it again so I make sure I got it all together? Huh? Can you repeat what he said um, just one more time? I want to make sure I have it. The clear. quote or how he summed it up was, not every woman is meant to see the truth as far as men. You know, every man ain't going to come out asshole. This is the right one. It's not meant for Like, they're not going to see every dude like that. I mean, what do you think? I, I definitely agree with that. Um... That's one of the big problems about truth in general because we're always trying to define it, and yet the truth has so many different, how could you say, avenues that it can apply to it. Um, um, in this occasion, it's a very subjective experience when it comes to a woman finding a man. The truth, like you said, it's always going to be the same for each guy that she sees. It's not going to be like in some kind of book where you recite a few math equations and then you show proofs that that math equation works. It's not like that in relationships. It's not like that in life. The same thing with, for, for guys, too. Right when you're seeing a girl out there, just because she looks and dresses a certain way, she talks a certain way, she has a family that is raised a certain way, that's raised her a certain way, or taught her these different things, just because she's a Christian or an Islamic or a Buddhist or whatever, just because she's following those things does not mean that you're automatically going to have the truth. Sometimes we're not, like you said, not really meant to see the truth at all. And that's the biggest problem with people because we're so dependent upon appearances and the way things seem in the world. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that seem that really aren't true at all. And it's because we're so used to being able to pick out the things that never seem like they're right that when something actually is right, we never really recognize it. Yeah, that's, that's deep, man. That's deep. Mr. 910. I agree with what my man LeVon said, you know, basically people go by appearances. Uh, you never, they never going to see the whole truth. I feel you, you'll see the truth, you know, what's on the inside. You know, when you get another person, what's on the inside, their heart, their character, instead of the appearance. But this cause that person, you know, doing this and that. Like, I've seen some cases, like, some people thought that person meant for them because they look alike. I'm like, okay. Well, they got an individual, you know. They're not, you know, they're having a second doubt, man, this person not meant for me. So basically, I say, you know, it's based about the inside of a person. You'll know where all the truth is really at. You'll see the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Again, folks, if you want to call in, I know a lot of people are listening to the show. I can tell the number is 646-716-7911. I know a lot of ladies sit back and listen and judge later on. But coming on, we need your opinions, and we're going to start bringing in live guests. But it's something that I think is in the Bible that say you walk by faith, not by sight. You think that applies in, into the relationship as far as using the same motto, as far as not I ain't saying placing your faith in anyone. Don't do that, but I'm saying, you know, 
Just don't go by sight. Just go beyond that. Got to get to know first. Got to get a feeling of them, you know. Uh, that's, that's that's how I see. You got to get a feeling. I ain't saying put no faith in yeah. no one. Don't put no faith in anyone but God. That's how I see it. That's my opinion on that. Now, uh, uh-huh. I have I have something else for y'all here. Let's see. I wrote something down here. No confidence, no past. And go if you trying to holler. Now, would you recommend to guys to holler at a girl if they had no confidence? No. <laughs> no, nobody want. I, from, from what I learned, man, ain't no woman gonna want a man who got but a gentleman has no confidence, man. Honestly, unless you're trying to get a free screw and get as much as you can out of a girl, you um, then that's going to be a given that you're probably going to speak to her with, uh, if she has no confidence because that's what most guys do out here. They look for the girls nowadays that really aren't confident women so they can get all they want out of them and then not really feel guilty. They'll say, and then, oh, well, she deserved it. She should have been doing this. She should have been doing that. She should know better. She should speak up. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, yes. That's one other thing, too. And that's because um, you were talking about the walk by faith and not by sight thing. And I think that's important, too. Um, there's many different kinds of ways ways that we view um, how we should walk and carry ourselves in life, especially in regards to faith. And I think in relationships, because there's also, like, this um, old passage that once talked about how you should rather not only – Use what you believe in instead of what you experience, but also use what you experience to lead you to your beliefs. And I think that's important in relationships, too, because you see people all the time, they're saying, oh, walk by faith, not by sight, even though the evidence is right in front of them. They want to sit there and deny it, and that's why issues become so problematic because they're saying, well, no, I'm staying right here because I can believe this. I, I, I want to stay right here because I know this is where it is, even though it's not there. I mean, they can see the guy's um, numbers and shit like that, or they can see the girl's hair all over the guy's clothing. They can find the guy's underwear, all that shit. They'll say, no, hey, faith, faith. And it's like, no, it's, the evidence is right there. You have to follow that sometimes, too. And I think that's the problem with relationships. We, de- we develop such a profound devotion that we really lack the, I don't know, the, the experience and the skill to really make those tough decisions. Yeah, yeah that, is, that is crazy right there. You know, if I'm saying, you know, walk by faith, not by sight. But with the, I guess they don't want to be rejected. You know, it's like a, yeah. that goes back, back to that. So I talked to one dude. I said, why don't you break up with your girlfriend if you're having all those problems? He said, well, you know what? I will do that, man, but I'm afraid that it's going to be worse than what I got now. Mm-hmm. And I might not get no more. And I think that's that's another reason why it leads to rejection as well, too, because they, they're afraid of rejection. I don't like rejection, you know what I'm saying? I like to take a shower with that shit, you know? Because you, you get used to it. If you get yeah. used to something, it ain't going to phase you. That's a tolerance. That's with anything, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. If you medicine long enough, you might build a tolerance. Or if you start working out and you work out hard on your muscles, your muscles are not going to be that sore after you get used to it. Or you mm-hmm. drink alcohol. you used to it. <laughs> I mean... Same thing with rejection. If you get used to being rejected, it should be no problem. 
That's that's definitely true, especially when it comes to rejection. Because over a while, people become so conditioned to it because they've been, what, maybe rejected just a few times, not really that much, and then they just blow those instances out of proportion to the point where they automatically will approach a person expect to, um, expecting to be rejected. It's a shame because that's, that's how they live. It's like, oh, I'm not worth anything. I, I'm just a piece of shit. You know how they do. Yeah. I tell people this. I tell the guys this, the gentleman. It goes for all the guys out there. If you really want to talk to a woman, you really like her, make sure that you really like her as far as, you know, get to, if you're interested, and I can say like interested in her, give her direct eye contact, talk to her as you were talking to a soul, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so one thing, you got to show her that you're not less than a man because you come around, shine around, she going to think you're a little boy or something. You got to step up to like you're a man that you mean business and you are a leader. I mean, a lot of people need to uh, point that out and look at that too. And ladies, be a woman about it. You have to be a woman about it. If you really want to have a real man, a potential husband, start acting like you are wife material. Now, don't be in uh, a closet hoe. Don't be a closet hoe where you just, you know what a closet hoe is. Y'all know what that is. I respect the prostitute. And y'all know this. I respect the prostitute over I respect the square trying to be a prostitute, you know. So prostitutes going to let all that business out. But with a... Uh, a closet hole, closet, you want to call it? They they try to play that white material role, you know, but actually they want you to wine and dine them, and then they might give you some sex or whatever. No deal, no deal right there. And guys, you can see through it too. That's a facade, just like some of these guys that's got on the, the do-rags and uh, baggy pants acting all hard. When a situation comes when you got a cold and face a real G, what you going to do? <laughs> I know. Don't, don't put yourself in a situation, especially y'all women, because like Mr. 910 did a news report, dude went crazy on this woman. We don't know the whole situation. They won't tell, but I bet you $100 that uh, she let him go. She tried to get out of it, but she realized what was going on. She thought she could change a dude, and we're going to talk a show about changing people. Do you think it's possible? Yes or no? You know, we're going to do a show. Like, we got a lot of hot shows we're going to have for y'all. But, uh, y'all got to realize a real man, a real man's potential. If you got a real man, a real man is going to be on his goals. He's going to be able to make his stuff fly, you know, eventually. I ain't talking about forever, but he's willing to work things out and do it the right way by society's terms where y'all might go after where you go after basically people that might already have the stuff, but they did it on a legal manner, you know, as far as doing illegal activities, and you know what I'm talking about, and y'all call that love, but y'all scared of that. Y'all scared of a real person because if if it's like rejection, and it comes with rejection where you're dealing with someone, and you want to start fresh, it hurts like a motherfucker. I ain't going to lie, it hurts like a motherfucker. And if you've been with someone so long, but you're going to have to deal with tolerance. Yeah, the guys that y'all need to be with, ladies, I'm not trying to force anything on y'all, but y'all just take a second to think about it. Are y'all going out to do because he's popular, flashy, and shit? What happens after college? 
what happens when this stuff starts wearing down? Are you still going to love that person? Now, don't say that you can learn to love him. I was watching Ben Hur and, and um, Charles Heston ask the slave that he's uh, free. Uh, what was going on? She said she'd get married and say, now, did they force this on you? She said, yeah, it was given to me. And he said, do you love him? She told me she can learn how to love him. And a lot of glazers are out there trying to learn how to love a dude. I can understand that sounds sweet and stuff, but if, if you learn how to love him second, but you talk with money first, you, you're going to be screwed. You need to get a guy that's basically his own point. And I think with rejection goes, when you start picking losers and the guy has really potential, it starts messing with our logic here. It starts making us yeah. should put on our do-rags. Maybe we should put on some baggy clothes, act hard, try to put on a passage to get you. And, and one girl told one of my friends that she said, you're not cool because you don't dress like a thug. I told him to cut her off, man, for real, honestly. You don't want no one like that. Because to me, the man that's going to step up, he's going to work the hardest. He's going to be able to make a dollar out of 15 cents. That's what I call that right there. He's going to make a dollar out of 15 cents because he's hustling the proper way. He's not going to give up. He's not about to sit and smash it. I mean, I'm going on to the next topic there, but that's going to be for a later show about how women tend to want to have the hit and smash dude where he's grabbing and go all about his money, this and that, but he really ain't concerned about you. But y'all think he is. But, I mean, this is our conclusion to our show right here. I know I've been talking out my neck for a good long minute here. I want to know <laughs> if Mr. 910 or Mr. LeBron have anything to say or add on. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, one of the things I would like to crack into as we're closing is that when you look at relationships, we have the tendency, right when we're um, talking about rejection, we have the tendency automatically trying to find faults in the person that we just were interested in, which is sort of kind of defeatist to me because it's, cause it's, it's just hilarious how right as soon as we're not accepted by the person that we like, we automatically say, well, you're just a piece of trash anyway. I was just looking at you for your butt. I wasn't really thinking about you for anything else. And we really have to avoid that mind frame because when we do that to other people, eventually our minds are going to start doing that to us too. We really have to pay attention to how we react to others and how others react to us as well. Ladies have the tendency right as soon as a guy brushes them off, oh, he must be gay, he must be on some shit. You know how they do, though, don't you? I'm that serious. Right as soon as a guy doesn't like them for some reason, they just know he's gay, they just know he's on a down low, or they just think he's arrogant. Just make sure that you really know the person that you're interested in when you approach them. Don't sit there and make all these assumptions. Well, he looks like this, so he must be doing this all his day. He must be running if he's going to playing around of the life. A lot of people, like we were talking about earlier, can't be defined by their appearances, and that's what's important in this world because we have so many stereotypical people. We have so many people that can be read like a book just by looking at them, and we need to get rid of the problem if we really want to, how, how can I say, improve our standings in society right now. Yeah, that's true. That's very true right there. Mr. 910, any thoughts, my friend? Yeah, it's what LeVon said. 
and make an assumption, assumption on the person. I say try to get another individual person to call. You know, you're looking for somebody you want to talk to. You start making an assumption, and, you know, that person, could, that very individual, you may have about be the best mate for you. You never know. Yeah, and, and actually make sure that the person that you're talking to when you're going for advice actually knows the person that you're interested in because that's happened a lot. Some of my fellas told me about that, how ladies are always going to these women or these fellas that don't know shit about them, just going off of gossip or basic stuff. And they just really end up looking stupid in the end, honestly. So make sure you actually know the person. That's important. Yeah, there's there's some deep stuff right there because people want to reject so easily, judge so quickly, excuse me, you want to judge so quickly about a person, you really don't even know the person. You really don't even know if this person could be a person that could be your lifeline, not lifeline, a long life partner, I call it, you know, because you're going to need that person and you're going to go pick the person because he got the riches and stuff and he don't give a damn about you because you rejected the right man, that's a fall on you because God is going to keep throwing blessings at you. That's how I see it. He's not going to keep throwing these blessings at you. If you keep smacking them out there because he, he, he's giving what you want. That's why I say be careful what you ask for God because God's got a sense of humor. <laughs> but, uh, that goes on to another show. <laughs> I got so many shows that we got cranked up about to go. Uh, but I thank y'all for listening in to the show. Now, we're going to give you some information. You can subscribe to our show. You can up, uh, put it as a subscribe list. Add me as a friend on Blog Talk Radio. You can go back and recap on all the other shows that we've done this season and the past season. And, um, I want you to spread the word. You can also copy and paste the audio player and put it onto your MySpace page and a blog. You know, let people know that I'm out here. We're trying to spread the word. We're trying to... Uh, Get news records, uh, the campus newspapers, by Nostris Times. Get the local newspapers aware of what's going on. And it might be a thing that we do over the summer, you know, building up because we're really going to attack this thing on the level. Because a lot of people's minds need to be free. Y'all need to stop taking the damn blue pill that media tells you and get on the red pill. Because I'm going to give you nothing but the truth. LeVon's going to give you nothing but the truth. And Mr. 910 is going to give you nothing but the truth. You can contact us by going to nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. That's our email address. Or you can go to MySpace and go to www.myspace.com forward slash nb underscore truth. Now, we have a voicemail, Mr. LeVon or Mr. 910. Are y'all near with uh, you can get the voicemail number right there on that um, chart that we have right there? It's on a notebook. It's on the notebook? Yeah, it's in the notebook where the numbers are at. It's a voicemail line. I want y'all to start Voice. calling that, too. All right. The voicemail line is 641-715-3900. And, again, the voicemail line is 641-715-3900. And what's the extension to that? All right. The extension is 33271. Now, hit us up for real, honestly, because we're here to help people out. I'm not trying to tell you that I'm an expert, but I have a lot of experience. I've been around a lot of people that's been through issues and stuff. LeVon has, and Mr. 910 has. I mean, it doesn't hurt to get people's opinions about it. 
I'm not going to say this is the clear answer. I'm not going to tell you that because you have to form your own answers, but I will give you options. I promise you that. Now, again, a lot of people are coming in all late. I don't know what's going on. Well, why are y'all coming in all late for? I don't, I don't get that. I guess y'all want to listen to our final parts of it. If y'all want to, let's go back and listen to the show at the beginning because we're about to wrap it up here. We say it our part here. I want to thank everyone out here again for tuning in and listening. Keep your heads up. Keep your minds right. Keep your asses tight. Whatever. I'm saying. You, you don't want to get caught up in no BS and finally tune into the show because we know what we're talking about. Next week, I don't know what you want to talk about, Mr. LeVon. I'm going to let it be on LeVon because we're going to call it the LeVon Hour. <laughs> you crazy. We will definitely have something interesting to talk about. Yeah, we're going to have something to work, though. I know he's got a lot of statistics on stuff. I think we're going to start talking about the statistics that's going on in this country with African-American females and males as well. Now, this show is open to all races. I don't exclude anyone, any one race. I just know I'm going from straight from the source because, as you know, I'm African-American myself and my co-host as well. You know, uh, again... I know I've been saying this. I'd like to thank y'all. And I wish y'all the best luck. And you can also tune in on us next week, 6 o'clock p.m., same time. It might be a 90-minute show. We usually do one hour. But we're going to do volume in Mondays and, not Monday, excuse me, Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's called www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash volume in. Again, I thank you and God bless. And I wish y'all good evening. Good week.